Well, hey there, and good morning. Welcome to church today online. Thank you, thank you for tuning in today, and I'm excited to cook up for you God's Word. And uh, ito ang spiritual food natin, and I hope you're coming in hungry. Last week, I talked about the face mask. We have a mask for all kinds of occasions. Meron tayong mask na para matakpan ang ating uh, true na self. May mask para sa work. May mask na sinusuot pag nasa bahay. We try to cover up things when we're around certain friends. We try to cover up even things and pretend when we're in church. So that God or other people ay hindi makikita na kung sino na tayo. We have this fear. Come on, aminin natin. Mayroon tayong fear of being exposed. Ayoko na ma-find out nila kung ano ba ako, ano nagawa ko, kung sino ako. So we pretend. Uso na yung ganun, eh? pretending to be something that we're not. Tingnan mo lang sa Facebook wall ko kung gaano ka happy, gaano ka yaman. And everyone has some kind of face mask they put on. But like I said last week, you don't have to do that with God. You can take the mask off when you go to God. Be yourself. Even if you feel dirty, guilty, unworthy, unhealthy, you know, spiritually or mentally, emotionally, you can get well when you get real with God. And the really good news is the price for payment of our sins has already been made. Jesus the sa cross 2,000 years ago has already paid the full price. And the Bible says that God is no longer counting our sins and charging them against us. Kaya, it, there's no fear, no need for shame. First John chapter 4, verse 19 says that fear has something to do with punishment. But God's perfect love drives out fear. So today I want to continue with this topic about face mask. And I've entitled this to Reveal the Real You, Alive and Free. And I'll talk about two men from the Bible. And I'm going to share with you the first man who was alive and uncovered, unashamed, but he became dead and afraid. Siya'y naging aloof and ashamed. But then I'll talk about another man who was dead, totally covered, head to foot, but became alive and became free. He was helped by people and became healthy and effective in sa, sa buhay niya. And then, as I'm talking, I hope, habang nakikinig ka, you're relating how does this message na relate sa akin? Because I want that you will reveal, that God will reveal to you the real you. And you'll experience being alive and free. Not afraid, not ashamed, hindi aloof or doing social distancing with God and with people that, you know, I mean social, not just physical proximity for health concerns. But we don't need to be insecure. 
We don't need to be guarded and easily offended or afraid of being hurt. I want you to have good relationships with the people in your life na linagay ni God to help you to become healthy in your mind and in your emotions. So the first man that we'll talk about is Adam. Yung talagang first man ever. And God breathed the breath of life into Adam. And the Bible says he became a living soul. Buhay na buhay. Notice how suddenly Adam went from being alive to becoming dead. Where he lost his true life. He lost his self and ended up so afraid, hiding from God, against his wife, distanced, and so ashamed of himself. God had given Adam and Eve the garden with authority to rule and subdue. Binigay pa siya ng blessing. And he gave them the gift of free will choice. But then Satan comes along and lies to them. Sinasabi ni Satan, I'll help you be just like God. So Adam and Eve, kinain nila yung fruit, which God said not to, trying not to be evil, but trying their best to be good. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. They were quoting that God said we can eat from any tree except the tree of knowledge or else we'll die. The devil told them you won't die. In fact, you would be, you could be, you should be just as good as God. But if you make that choice like I'm offering you, you don't even have to include God. You can be independent on your own. Just lean on your own knowledge. Get more knowledge. Kaya mo yan. That is the lie of Satan. But after they ate, their eyes were opened. And it was not like what they thought. They were feeling exposed. Genesis 3-7. Their eyes were opened and they realized they were naked. And so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings, bodily coverings, for themselves. Sila ang gumawa. Sila ang naghihirap. Sarili nilang intelligence. Sarili nilang talents and efforts. And we know that that is never acceptable to God. Kaya pinalita ni God yun. Their coverings required a blood sacrifice. But Adam realized that he was not, in fact, God. Or as good as God. He saw his nakedness. His underworthiness. And he felt afraid of punishment. Of course, God did not punish him. God cursed the ground. And there was consequences. But in Genesis 3.10, Adam replied, I heard you, so I hid. Because I was afraid. Because I was naked. Hindi lumayo ang Diyos sa kanya. Siya ang lumayo sa Diyos. Just the day before he was naked, Genesis 2.25, they were both naked and not ashamed. So, bakit kaya si Adam ay natakot? Where did that first fear ever mentioned come from? God never gave Adam a reason to be afraid. Hindi ang Diyos ang nananakot sa kanila? No. 
galing kay Satan. Their fear, his fear came from the knowledge. Nagaling kay Satan, which made him afraid of not measuring up, not feeling loved or accepted. All of the unhealthy emotions came from this newly gained wisdom. Nung sinabi ni Satan sa kanila, it will make you wise, like God. Doon nang galing ang kanilang fear. I'll never measure up. Actually, they didn't become wise. They became sick and dysfunctional. Satan knew that if he could get Adam and Eve to obey him, they would give up their authority and become slaves. And then Satan could destroy them with deceit and disease and decay and distance from God and death. None of those are attributes of God. But the liar said, you won't die. And they did die. Spiritually, they were disconnected from God immediately. And the effects on their soul were obvious right away. And their physical body started dying, but it was too slow to notice. The body still moved. Yung kanila mga still appears alive. But that was all a part of the cover-up plan to make them think that they're actually okay when actually they're not okay. Satan's master plan, magmula noon sa Garden of Eden, hanggang ngayon, has always been, ang plano niya, to get people to wear a face mask. To get people to use something man-made that they can put on like a cover-up, to cover up the sin, the shame, the sickness. So, gumamit sila ng fig leaves. Oh, come on, cover me, so that no one will see. When they sinned, Satan would say, see, you didn't die, you're okay. And today, people still have this mindset that I'm okay, you're okay. Mabait naman akong tao. Professional naman ako. I can make money. Money can make me happy. If I'm happy, my family will be good and my friends will love me and uh, may religion naman ako. All that knowledge about good and evil does not bring life but death and shame. Before sin was a gift. God gave them love as a free gift. God gave Adam and Eve his complete acceptance and his, he gave them right standing, righteousness. But now, with this so-called wisdom, they felt that they were not good enough. They felt unloved, unaccepted. Now, there's this fear. And they had to start trying to perform, making things to cover, making it work. Works-based relationship with God never brings intimacy. So the first man we talk about today was Adam. The person who was alive, he was naked but unashamed. And he became dead, afraid, aloof from God and ashamed. Socially distant from God and his wife. 
And number two, the next man is a man named Lazarus, who was dead, totally covered in grave clothes. Nakabalut siya parang mommy. But he became alive and was set free. The clean, white, perfumed face mask and the body wrap was put on top of a dead man. But when the lifeless, hopeless dead man heard the good news from Jesus' mouth, a miracle happened. And the dead man became alive and free. And I want to just reference the story in John chapter 11, verse 38 to 44. But let's just watch it as a little video first. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Where have you put his body? Lord, come and you will see. must roll the stone away. Lord, you know Lazarus has been dead four days. There will be a bad smell. Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Father, I thank you for answering my prayer. I know that you always answer my prayers. But I said this so that the people here would believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come forth! I have Lazarus here today. Looks like he's alive, but he's not really free. So when Jesus said, loose him and let him go, he was talking to the people nearby Lazarus, the people that were close to him. And he's saying, you guys do it. Jesus' power, Jesus' word brought him back to life. But he gave the task of setting Lazarus free setting Lazarus in a way where he could move and breathe freely. Lazarus was previously dead, but he came alive out of the grave, still bound up, still constricted, restricted, and limited. There was no way that he could live a full, fulfilling life that way. He had to be set free. He had to be 
stripped away from all of the grave clothes that were on him. Many Christians are experiencing the same kind of thing that Lazarus had experienced. They hear and believe the word, receive Jesus as Savior, and maybe are baptized and raised to a new life. Just like Romans chapter 6 verse 4 says, we died and were buried with Christ in baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead, now we may also live new lives. And you may be forgiven of your sins. You may be reborn. That's what it means to be born again. But still, many people struggle with sin, addictions, lust, greed, selfishness, unforgiveness and anger, jealousy and wrong desires, wrong attitudes, wrong relationships. Yeah, you're alive in Christ. But then often we just don't feel alive. We feel kind of cut off from God, distant. And our lifestyle doesn't even look like anything has happened. Maaring sasabihin pa ng family mo na, oh, Christian ka na, pero bakit walang pagkakaiba sa'yo sa mga iba pang zombies in the world, iba pang mga tao na cut off from God. Parang parehas naman ang lifestyle mo. And it's because you could be alive but still bound up. In fear, like you still got to live your life restricted, covered up, putting on a mask and layer upon layer of different kinds of coverings to hide the truth, hide who you are. And listen, it's so totally unnecessary for a person who's in Christ to hide and cover up anything. Why? Because I feel pressured. I should perform. I should be a good person. The pressure is off of you. When Jesus took your place, the pressure was on him. The performance was on him. And he performed perfectly. His righteousness gets accredited to your account. Now, what you need now is to reveal the real you in Christ. Ang tunay na identity mo kay Christ. Our righteousness comes from Him. So we can be alive and free. Satan's agenda for us is to make you always cover up and wear some kind of mask on. To be socially distant and isolate yourself from others. Maybe not to be real, but to be religious. Maybe not to be uh, intimate with God, but be afraid of Him. Be worried about what other men say about you. And expect the worst. But we need to stop seeing ourselves as still dead. Hindi ka na mabaho spiritually. Hindi ka na kakahiya. You're not unacceptable sa harapan ng Diyos. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse 5, We were dead. That's past tense. We were dead because of our sins. But He gave us life. When he raised Christ from the dead, it's by God's grace that you've been saved. See, Jesus brought Lazarus back to life by the power of his word. But he gave the task of helping Lazarus get free to the other people who were nearby. 
I'm talking about people in your life, people, maybe your, your church leaders, a cell group leader, those people around you who it can influence you and help you follow Jesus to freedom, to fullness. God has divine connections to help you get free from the things that still binds you. You cannot live the life that God has called you to live until you really get those bondages off of your life. But Jesus, you can't do it yourself. Jesus commanded those people near Lazarus. He said, loosen him and let him go free. And Jesus has commanded his disciples in Matthew 28, verse 18, to go and make disciples, baptizing them and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And now here's the thing. The mission na binigay ni Jesus sa kanya mga alagad is to help people to become healed, help people become free, help people to become a fully devoted follower of Jesus. And we need other people to help us. We need family in Christ, the community of Christians, leaders, prayer partners to help us get out of our limitations, out of hiding, out of wrong habits, wrong attitudes, wrong mindsets, and stop covering up what needs to be healed, what needs to be stripped off. The Bible says in Colossians 3, in verse 9 and 10, there's some things we need to take off and some things we need to put on. It said there in Colossians 3, since you have taken off the old self with its practices, put on the new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. I hope this week that you will start to discover and uncover and recover all that the devil has stolen. He's a thief who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But when you discover your true self, yung tunay na identity in Christ, you can start taking the cover off, taking the hiding off. Be real, Sajos. Be real to someone in your cell group or in your family. And God will recover everything the devil has stolen. John chapter 8, verse 36 says, If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. We need to be set free from these grave clothes. These things that remind us maybe of what we were before Christ. But remember, it's past tense. If you're in Christ, the old has gone, the new has come. You're a new creation. So time to strip off the old. What could be, Tanonko, what could be a grave clothes for you that you need to take off, that you need help in getting loose from? Maybe it's a mindset or a, a lifestyle. But Jesus has put you in the pathway of other people that will help you Get the restrictions and the limitations off so that you can walk free and alive in the life, in the light and the love of Jesus Christ. So that Christ's life, Christ's light, ang liwanag, ang katotohanan niya, 
and his love will flow into you and shine out of you in fullness. Okay, Matthew 5, verse 15 says, No one puts a light under a basket. Instead, the lamp is placed on a stand where it can light, give light for everyone in the house. Ang nice ng Panginoon is that you will shine your light. You will shine the flashlight of God's glory. Let Him take you and reform you, transform you, conform you to His image and bring you to the high calling of what He wants to happen in your life. And if you're not yet in Christ, kung hindi ka pa nakapag-connect kay Jesus, maybe you've not yet personally made the choice na tanggapin si Jesus bilang tagapagligtas at Panginoon ng buhay mo. Well, sad to say, you're, it's like being a zombie. Buhay ang katawan, pero the, the disconnection from the life source can only be solved by Jesus Christ. Kaya nung si Jesus Christ ang tumawag kay Lazarus, that person that was dead, lifeless, hopeless, when he heard the voice of Jesus calling his name, it was good news. And he responded to that call at tumayo naging buhay. The Bible says in John chapter 5, verse 24, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death to life. Or maybe you have Jesus sa buhay mo, tinanggap mo na siya, you've been baptized, you've, you've received him as a savior, but you just need help getting some of these things off of you. Some of the old memories. Maybe some of the abuse. Some of the words na hindi maganda na nakakarinig mo. Noon, noon pa, hanggang ngayon, it's like kumakapit sa'yo. Mga attitudes and things. You know, you, you cannot take yourself loose. But Jesus has people on a mission. If you will let them help you. The San Fernando Christian community is a community of cell groups. Small groups of people who know you, love you, and will help you get free. Then, when you are free, when you are alive, you can help other people do the same. It's a beautiful, beautiful community. We want to be a family to you. And we want to see you become a champion in all aspects of life. I want us to pray now. And if you've never received Christ, this is a time to make that decision. Without Jesus, the dead person of us, the disconnected from God, has no hope of getting life. Not education. Life doesn't come by being wealthy. Life doesn't come by being talented or having a smart and happy personality. Tunay na buhay comes when you receive the author of life. Through faith. Put your hand on your heart right now and just say, Jesus, I need you. I believe you are the way, the truth, and the life. At pinapasok na kita sa aking buhay. Enliven mo ako. 
Wash away my sins. Dahilsa, price that you paid on the cross. And fill me with your purposes, your spirit, and your love. And if you've received Christ already, you know, maybe you just need to be set free from some other matters. Maybe there's things in your life na hindi pa totally na dropped off. Friends, you won't need this anymore. God has great plans for your life na hindi mo kailangan yung memories and yung habits and yung lifestyle and mentalities of the old. You're a new creation. And once you're convinced kung sino ka talaga kay Christ, your identity will influence your behavior. Listen, it's your birth that determines your identity, not your behavior. But when you know your birth and your birthright and who is your father and what DNA you have moving inside of you today, when you are convinced of that, it will completely transform your behavior. Effortless change ang usapan dito. Because the life of Christ is real and active. So I hope this week you'll be in a cell group. You know, get download the, the handout, get the Bibles uh, verses there, and share it with someone. When you meet with your cell group, just tell them, I can't get totally free alone, but I allow you to speak into my life. Help me to unravel anything on my personality, anything in my life that needs help and healing. You know, God will use other Christians to be the body of Christ for you. We want to be family to you. God loves you. We love you. Have an amazing, powerful, life-transforming week.